Get ready for the dice you deserve. This is Cosmopunk. Love that tune. Special shout out to Reformat for letting us use their song Vectrex as our theme music for all these years. Also, they've just released a brand new album. Go check out Precursed by Reformat. Anyway, on with the show. Blood and Sand. A homebrew Starfinder story featuring the crew of the Leica 7. Hi, I'm RJ and I play V a middle-aged, slightly overweight, slightly mad MB Vesk mechanic and their drone flyby. V's the sort of mechanic who has the intellect to build a weapon of mass destruction, but not the intellect to know why they shouldn't. Hey, I'm Pan and I play Baff, cobalt android mage, lost soul, captain like a seven, and currently absent on the trail of her missing father and answers to her past. Hello, and I'm Ty, and I play the Leica 7's weapons officer and local shifty-looking Yamalton Coyote, Radar. He's just managed to get the interdimensional demon god from 10,000 years ago out of his brain, and is now desperately trying to not fill the gap with alcohol. And I'm Cypher. I normally play the Leica 7's Yasaki Operative Otter, Ryder, but for this campaign, I'll be the GM. In the penultimate episode... V and Radar fled the scene of their previous terrorism-slash-battle in another stolen car. Thankfully, they didn't turn this one into a bomb, instead using it to chase Butcher and his cohorts through the city in their armoured hover tanker. The second car chase of the campaign ensues, as Butcher makes a break for the border. V and Radar take potshots at the tanker, trying to disable it, just before a full squad of police cars show up. In the chaos, Butcher's tanker makes a desperate bid for freedom, smashing through the Arlian border gates and barreling over the edge of the cliffs that surround the city. The bodyguards followed suit, Thelma and Louising their car over the edge of the cliff as well. Falling towards certain death, Butcher's tanker attempted to crank its hover engines up to maximum power, trying to slow their descent, but their efforts to not die were hindered by Radar, who threw a grenade into the driver's compartment mid-fall. Both vehicles slammed into the desert floor, not quite hard enough to be deadly, but not quite slow enough to prevent even greater injury. Dazed and broken, everyone was now on death's door. Then, like a bolt from the blue, Ryder appears in a stolen cop jet, deploying its cannons and eviscerating whatever remained of Butcher and his cronies once and for all. But Ryder hadn't escaped without harm either, gravely wounded in her offstage battles against the Obscura Cabal and, seemingly, Ull's police force. She landed her jet and collapsed in a heap next to Radar and V, just before a full brigade of Arlian police force showed up and surrounded the crew. With no fight left to give, the crew surrendered to the cops and were arrested, now facing a pretty sizable rap sheet for their crimes. On top of their past discretions and run-ins with the Starfinder Society, it looks like the Cosmopunk crew is going to prison for a very long time. Episode 13 and the campaign finale, The Bridges We Burn. It is high noon now. Been surrounded by the police, there's sort of blues and twos flashing. All of the cops are surrounding the scene, uh, just sort of locking it down, making sure anyone who is armed has been disarmed. Um, Ryder's got her hands up, she's been um, just held down on the floor by another Yusoki and cuffed and disarmed. Uh, the police have now frisked you and taken away all of your weapons and all of your Q 
communication devices you have in your person, making a note of everything that gets confiscated. And yeah, they've now got you all perched up against the back of the big police van under armed guard. And yeah, while the uh, metal cuffs are on, some glowing white accents light up along the rims of each wrist. Can I get a will saving throw from the both of you? Oh, fuck my life. Ten plus will, which is W, which is shit, so... Ooh. Uh, Fifteen total. Fifteen, okay. And you, Radar? Twenty-five. We're all an eighteen. Oh, that's good. Okay. Um, v, your mechanic abilities have been temporarily disabled. Radar, your eyeball is glitching a little bit. You feel like your engineering abilities are being clamped. You can still feel the link to your cortex, but it feels weaker than before. Oh. V, where is Flyboy? Uh, <laughs> fuck, uh, I not? The mountain somewhere, I think. Uh, oh shit, really? Yeah, because yeah, they were flying behind us when we dropped off the cliff. Oh shit, yeah. Oh, so, God, just something bang off the top of the van that we're next to. So, yeah, V, um, I, I'm not sure how it would be to have a drone that you're constantly looking through, but it feels like one of your eyes has just shut off. You're used to being able to see through Flyby's vision, but your link to them has just been cut off. Flyby can operate independently from you, though, so they don't just power down and go clonk on top of the, um, the truck or whatever. Uh, Flyby's on base AI... But Flyby is now on base uh, AI. Flyby on base AI is a fucking idiot. Oh no. Sorry, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, he's going to spend ages chasing fucking desert rats and trying to shoot <laughs> fucking <laughs> as in the laser pistol. What's in my head? For some reason, he's hopping around like a crow, but every time he opens his beak, a bullet comes out of it and shoots a rat. <laughs> He's lost in the desert now. I hope you're happy. Yes. He's lost in the desert. <laughs> He's not lost in the desert. I imagine he was back up on top of the plateau and stopped just before the, uh, I mean, the truck went over. He's a hover drone, so he probably just watched V fall to their probable death and was like, hmm. Oh, well. Cool. <laughs> That's the end now. of that, I guess. So, yeah, um, Flyby is at the top of the plateau. There are some, um, some police jets that didn't hurtle themselves over the edge. And they are just observing the small robot crow hopping about now, on its own. <laughs> oh, that's oh, that's really tragic. Hops over to the police officer. Okay, yeah. There's a, a little Akeshti guy. Um, he sort of walks up, scratches his head, and he sort of like leans down and and picks up uh, Flyby if uh, he'll let the cop do that. Says, um, "Oh, looks like we've got a Gary. We've got an orphan drone here." They're scared now. You're not me. You're not me. Okay, so... Holy shit! A natural 20 for intelligence for Flyby, which means that I get a 20 for intelligence for Flyby. Flyby would realise that this cop is not a threat. They are just trying to keep everything in the same place. They know about orphan drones. If um, uh, a mechanic has a drone, they have these cuffs on, that they will get their link severed to them. They're just trying to Stop things going missing, essentially. Flyby's immediately going to go missing. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what, Flyby's just going to fly away somewhere? Yeah! Oh. Flies away screaming. <laughs> I mean, this cop sort of like scratches his head and is just like, uh, go after him later. 
We've got bigger things to worry about at the moment. No, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, V, your mechanic abilities have been completely severed. Um, Radar, yours have only been slightly weakened by these cuffs. Yeah, you the roll pretty high. You guys better take care of my fucking drone or I'm suing... I don't know, that one. The ugly one. Huh? Oh, ah, he looks. What? You got a drone up there? Yeah, sure, why not? I don't know, fucking... Alright, what's it look like? Got a pen and paper. V, V. What? V, v. What? What? Shush. <laughs> I want to go to hospital and then, I don't know, prison, the, the, I guess. If you shush, the quicker we can go to hospital. <laughs> All of the paramedics are currently busy in the city at the moment. We're going to have to wait until you get back to the station. Yeah. At this point, you see um, a familiar face, V. You see uh, Zim. Oh, God. Yeah, he's uh, like walking up. He's, he's talking to somebody. He seems quite angry with them. And yeah, Nazim and, and Roly Poly, they start uh, walking up to, to you after talking to one of the officers at the scene. And then he starts going through some um, some kit in the back of his hoverjet. And he's got like a, a little briefcase with a medical symbol on the side of it. Nothing fuck for that. And he starts walking up to you guys. He's like, um, so, this is what counts for visiting relatives for you lot, eh? Who the fuck are you? This is uh, Nazim, he's the border guard that uh, let me park the Leica in the spaceport and let me into the country, so he seems alright. Hi. Hello. Uh, I know this looks bad, but only because it's bad. I'm Edmund Voss, I don't think we've met. Oh my god, Ty, <laughs> shut the... Ty. Ty! RJ, if there's something you want to say to me out of character, man, just say it. I went too many layers undeep. <laughs> <laughs> Nazim looks at you, Radar, and um, he sort of looks you up and down. He's like, You must be the missing pilot, I presume. I've been known to fly a few things. Right. And he's, at this point, he opens up the, um, the briefcase, and it's got medical supplies in it. And he starts patching everyone up. He starts with V. Yeah. Nazim has got quite a high medicine score. Sort of gets out the... Uh, Impacts and the patches and the dinosaur blasters. V, you get uh, 19 points healed. <gasps> Best radar. You get 16 points healed. Whoa. And Ryder, you get 12. Just keep your heads down, stay calm, and get out soon enough. They're probably going to want to interview and take your statements down at the station, but, well. Awesome. Yeah, can I ask you a favour? Hmm. Uh, first of all, did he flick all those switches in the Leica? I asked. I called you up like eight ago. I was like, "Can you do these switches in the light for me?" Uh, oh yeah, I told you, I told you I'd do that. Oh sick, thanks. Uh, second of all, my drone is up there somewhere. He's fucked off, and he's a fucking simpleton. So he's probably feeling something shiny to chase. And oh, what's his name? Um, Flyby. Flyby. Yeah. Can you do me a favour? Can you see if you can find him up there? All right, I'll um. I'll have he at least knows the... what you look like. So. Well, I'll have one of the PCs look for him, uh, try and locate him. I've got to accompany you to the station. Right. The station. Uh, hmm. One sec. Yeah, the cops are, like, closely examining your weaponry at this point. Um, the ones that they confiscated. There's, like, conversations going on. And, yeah, then at that point another one comes over to you and says, um, Right, um, we're going to be going to the uh, Arles Central Police Station shortly. At this point, you people are under arrest for the possession of illegal firearms. That's not mine. 
actually. Well, it was in the car with you when um, we arrested you. Yeah, but that's not my car. We were borrowing. You didn't it. arrest us in a car. <laughs> he sort of glares at you like. What? <laughs> 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 He talks to like um, Nazim at this point, and Nazim is just like, "I know them. I know them from the border. I know they're mercenaries for a start." <gasps> oh dear! Ooh. <laughs> I'm a contractor. Contractor with a particularly large rival. We prefer to term ourselves as people of negotiable virtue. Well, you can call yourself what you like. You're still under the legal jurisdiction of Acton and or Al. You breathe our air. You follow our laws. So does that work in the desert too? <laughs> he rolls his eyes again, and he starts like opening up the uh, the back of the police van. Because I'm pretty sure we're outside the city right now. Well, your little friend here was driving one of our cars, so I think that extends our jurisdiction somewhat. And sort of glares at Ryder, who flips him off. No, I don't think he came back for that. But that's pretty sick, though. I mean, if your police car's that easy to steal, then you can't pull that on yourself. Ryder, yeah. Ryder kicks you in the ankle. Shut up. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drugs. The officers have kind of like locked down the scene at this point. They've um, done all of their confiscating. They're, they're sort of like, at this point, yeah, they've opened the back of this uh, this sort of like prison van, and yeah, there's like some seats inside, and there's a sort of pale-faced, stoic-looking android inside. Is like, um, right, take a seat inside. Yeah. Yeah. Begrudgingly gets in the van. Right. <laughs> Yeah, once um, you've all like sat down in your cuffs, they like, close the um, doors behind you. You can hear the uh, the engines start up. This android does up all of your safety belts, sort of like inside the back of the van. Might have to take a bit longer for V just to get the strap over the top of her belly, sort of thing. Think what? That. <laughs> what? I'm fat. <laughs> so, uh, is it just us in the back of the van, or is there a police officer accompanying us on the ride? That's just what I was about to ask. Damn it, V. <laughs> Um, yeah, this uh, this android fella is accompanying you in the back, and once he's like strapped you in, make sure you're all secure. He like taps on the um, the wall on the driver's compartment. Don't do anything wrong, or I will be forced to restrain you. We're all restrained. What the fuck are these? Yeah. Further, android smiles and um, makes his way to the driver's compartment. There's like a little armored hatch. He sort of like gets through and he gets into the passenger seat. And yeah, sort of like leaves you alone. There, there are security cameras watching you. It's it's a very brightly lit in the back here. As as soon as the door shuts, Radar's going to turn to the pair of them and be like, "Get me one of them flaka muscles. I'm going to blow up this planet." They're not going to muzzle you, Radar. We're not fucking animals. Radar, what? How good are you at picking handcuffs? I'm not picking these handcuffs, V. What? You're not protective. Come on. I'm no. I'm not doing it. I'm Dave. sick of stumbling from problem to problem and hoping things get better. I need to I need to start taking responsibility for my actions, B. Yeah, that's great, but I don't want to take Rider. responsibility for reactions, so... Ryder. What? <laughs> I'm glad that you've had this sort of moment of, of realising that you are in fact a fucking adult, but that you couldn't have picked a worse fucking yeah. time. We need you right now. Yeah, I was going to say, can you grow a conscience after we've escaped from this planet? Yeah. No, guys, th it's not going to be that simple. I want to come back here. Yes, and we can make that happen. No, we can't. If we escape this place and we break the law, the police here are sponsored by the Starfinder Society. We will have the Arlian police and every single bounty hunter from here to Bethesda on our ass. Fuck my life, why? Why are they affiliated with the Starfinders of all people? 
Uh, v, have you seen the have you seen the giant planet shield over our heads that was put there by the Starfinder Society? Oh, yes. God, everyone and their mum has a planet shield. That's nothing impressive. Yeah. Also, so but that sort of getting back to the point. If V goes in for processing, their name's going to come up in the Starfinder registry. Yeah, and that's me too. They're fucked with a couple yeah. of teeth. Oh, so, God, you're right, aren't you? So we have so, to go. Be at that conscience. Mm -hmm. About that conscience, just. Deny anything, okay? Don't worry, guys. I've got this. I've got a plan. No. I was kind of hoping for more... Uh, okay. A bit of that conscience, help me pick these cuffs, and jump out the back of this van, and run away. If you want to yeah. add resisting arrest to your list of crimes, sure. But I don't think that's going to get us very far. Yeah, I mean, it'll get me pretty far. Just don't worry about it, okay? I've got a plan. Just... you you got to trust me for one last time, V, okay? Can you tell us what's happening, then? What's yeah. the plan? I'm going to say this whole thing was my idea. No, better idea. Yep, that won't carry in any court of law, because at the end of the day, V and I are the ones that action it. Oh, do you have a degree in law as well as a d degree in, in medicine and music, Radar? Uh, no, but I've got a degree of fucking common sense. If you tell somebody to murder somebody else, and that person murders somebody, they go to prison for murder, and you go to prison for accessory. It's not just murder, Radar, it's all of the other shit in between that they're going to be concerned about. Property damage. Correct. The problem is, we're all going to prison anyway. Yeah, unless we break any of these cuffs. Yeah, we want a situation where none of us go to prison. And the only way I can see for that right now is if you pick these damn locks. Yeah, make a run for the Lyca, and we'll sort out any identity for you so you can go visit your parents later. Yeah. No, I don't want a fucking new identity. This is my home, V. I want to live here under my own fucking name, not fish guts. No, stop having morals right now. Oh my god. No, 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 we can, still, we can still do that. We can fight the whole butcher thing from off planet. Butcher's dead. Obscura Cabal is dead. And with a bit of luck, something won't fill the vacuum. Brilliant. And we mm. can tell them that from off planet. Yeah. No, I'm going to tell them Bye. to their face everything is going to be fine. Yes, V, just let me do my thing, okay? I know what, mm. I, know what I have to do. Oh my god. Well, what do we do? We're going... What happens to V? V, tell them the truth, okay? Uh, no, that's going to make things worse. What, what have you done that's that's so fucking untenable with the Starfinder Society? Ryder, I murdered the entire executive branch of one of this universe's largest megacorporations. The Starfinder Society doesn't take kindly to that. Who? When did you do this? You haven't told me anything about this. Before I met you, I worked for USA Corporation's Secret Weapons Development Division, the one that isn't supposed to exist. Now, someone fucked up and they've risked the whole thing going public, so Yasser decided to cover it up by icing everyone related to the weapons sector, including myself. Trying to murder me, that, that pissed me off, so I decided to get even, except the Starfinder Society doesn't see it that way. In result, I'm on their shit list probably permanently. Either way, V, if we fuck around with these people anymore, we're all going to be wanted by the Starfinders. Look, I've dealt with the cops here before. If you fuck with them at their best, they'll just ignore you and try and carry on doing their job. But at their worst, they'll fuck you right back. Just impressive. let me take the hit for this, please. Right, uh, why do you have a conscience right now? Hear about, instead of your thing where you confess and go to butt-pound in prison, we come up with an alternative plan that involves us leaving this planet with the That involves marker. you breaking the law further and having to get new names. No, V. I like this place. It's a shithole, but it's my home and I want to come back under my own name. And you can okay, do that, even if we break out of this van. No, we can't. 
Yes, we can. It's just going to take a little bit of work after. That's all. Yeah. I'm not Come doing on. it. Come on. Come on. No, we need you. Not doing it. This is the one last favour I ask of you guys. Please. You're asking us to go to prison for you. No, I'm asking you to let me take this hit for you. We're still going to prison if you take the hit or not. You don't understand the law here, guys. Life is cheap here. Property isn't. That makes things a lot worse for us. Yeah. What do you mean? We blew up an atmospheric processing station. We blew up an atmospheric processing station. Radar helped. You did what? I was there. For fuck's sake, guys. I told you to stay and keep my mum safe and you blew up the fucking lungs of all? I mean, we blew up a little bit of the lungs of all and there was a whole process well, we're, that got Wait, 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 wait. No, we're, I think we're misspeaking here. Butcher blew it up. It was their vehicle. I mean, yeah, it was his car, so... No, 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 no. You do not get to walk away from that fucking statement. You... What did you do? Well... Why were you there? Uh... So, first off, uh, let's wind it back a bit. You ever heard of these coked-out ninja rats that kind of, like, short, like, red-cloaked things that are blind yeah, and, sure, like, blinds. really sort of... Oh my god, he sent fucking Zoshas after you? Yeah, then. Um, yeah. So basically, we were we were guiding your mums after the first attempt on their lives. And um, what are these? Oh, yeah, also there was an attempt on, on your mums. Yeah, several. Two, in fact. Oh, yeah, yeah, several. We, we oh, defeated fuck, them all. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, we defeated it's fine. them all. They're in a cafe. Your mums are safe, they're in a calf. Oh, um, oh, and they're lovely people, by the way. I can't wait to meet yeah. them again. Anyway, um, like so... We, uh, one of them turned up with a box and uh, as a present outside, and I went out and I looked inside it, and there was a, um, a severed finger. And they were like, this is Ryder's finger. I'm not very proud to say, I couldn't tell. Yeah, they said it was your finger, and I couldn't yeah. tell. And I was like, bullshit, that's Ryder's finger. Yeah. And it turns out it was. wasn't your finger, because you've got all your fingers. Yeah. But... Glad I was wrong. So, anyway. Um, anyway, go on, V. Yeah, so this finger came with a note that said, go to this atmospheric processing station at this time, and I want to talk, signed, love and kisses the butcher. So we thought, okay, well, we'd better go do that just on the off chance it is your finger, but it wasn't. Uh, but we wanted to big up planet at the same time, so we built a car bomb, parked it by the, uh, like, something important looking at this, this atmospheric processing plant, went down Ryder there. chokes on her own spit when you say that you built a car bomb. <laughs> oh, come on. You've seen me do worse. You built a car bomb? Ryder built a car bomb. I told you not to go hunting for them. Everything I asked you to do was in self-defense. And you decided in your infinite fucking wisdom to detonate explosives on civilian infrastructure. So congratulations, guys. We are now turbo-fucked. But that is largely because you took a perfectly good hand and fucking blew it. Not if we not break if out we break of this land. Exactly. Yeah. <sighs> Sake, um, yeah, Ryder's gonna try and um, get out of the cuffs. <laughs> I like to imagine that she's already done it in that just like that heartbeat moment. She just brings her hands out there and not. She could have taken you her know. hands out of the cuffs the entire time. <laughs> I like to think like they don't even get small enough to fit around her tiny wrists. She's uh, just been sort know. of wearing them. No, they probably have your silky cuffs. Yes. Yeah, I know. It's just it was funny in my head. Mm -hmm. Fucking overfunded local police departments with their fucking fancy cuffs. I miss the good yeah. old days when I mean, you used to be able to twist your wrist twice and you could break the fucking thing. It's because we're heroes. <laughs> we are not heroes. Okay, so yeah, Ryder is, um... She, she's kind of like twisting her, her wrists around and, and fiddling with the, the latches and, and trying to do her sort of like escapist thing to get out of the cuffs. She succeeds. Radar's going to, like, maneuver so that his wrists are now in front of him by just doing the thing that you stand through them. 
and then he's going to offer his wrists to Ryder. Okay, Ryder's going to have a go at doing yours. Oh, that's not as good. Oh, do I have to make the will roll to escape them? I think it's a team effort at this point. In my head, the will throw is like having the will to want to escape. So you can just be like, I want to escape, but I can't move if you fail the will save. So do you want me to roll that? Yeah, yeah, go on. 24. Okay, so yeah, you beat it by one. You managed to... Um... Okay, I want to escape the cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> Open smizz me. 19, what the fuck? Wow. <laughs> okay. There you go. Holy actual shit. All three of you managed to um, get your way out of these cuffs. Yeah. At this point, uh, the van stops. Uh, what do we do now? What do we do now? Life. What do we do? Ryder, go invisible. What? What do you mean go invisible? I can't just. Go, I don't go invisible. I go imperceptible. Whatever. Do fine, whatever. Just knock the guards out. So yeah, um, the van stops. At this point, the doors open, and standing outside are four cops and Nazim cradling a flyby. Ah, oh, the Doom Turkey survived. Hey! <laughs> Does me go, hey, with their arms in the air and no cuffs on them? No, no, they're not that stupid. They're close, but they're not that stupid. Aw, oh, thanks, Nazim. Okay, I'm now going to roll for the cops to spot that you're not wearing your cuffs. Okay, so first cop does notice, second cop doesn't notice, third cop does notice, Nazim does notice. <laughs> so there's one cop who's just like, uh, and the others are just, they're all going to draw their tasers again. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, come on. Don't move. We're going to get those cops back on. I don't want to. They hit my wrists. Cops? What the? I'm, I'm wearing cuffs. Oh, radar shot. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Ryder sort of like rolls her eyes and um, just like, fuck's sake, I knew this was a shit idea. And yeah, she like clicks them back on. He's like, there, you happy? And yeah, the cops at this point are like making sure your cuffs are secure and like getting you out of the back yeah. of the van. And yeah, you're back in Arl City Centre at this point. You are in front of Arl Police Headquarters. Mm. Oh, for fuck's sake. Which is a concrete, brutalist building. It looks like a more modern structure was kind of plonked down on top of it, and it's got the, the big Starfinder Society logo arched over the front of it. V's heart sinks. Yeah, yeah. so V, I imagine this is like you being marched through the gates of hell at this point. Before we go up the, up the steps, you can see some more police vans being brought up, and there are some Kasatha being arrested too, and they're sort of like being led up the steps in cuffs. There's actually quite a lot of them, and they've all got these uh, like orange kefirs where their their masks would normally be. And yeah, you're all sort of like led into the sort of main foyer of the Arl Police headquarters. And you guys have seen Loki, right? No. Yes. Okay. Well, are you talking about the time of uh, the TVA? Yes. It, the interior is like a sort of '60s office block, if that makes sense. It's very oh out of date analog technology, horribly patterned floors and orange and brown and beige everywhere. It's very plastic fantastic. And this is kind of bad news for you because you can see lots of like filing cabinets and very analog looking technology. It looks like they don't store their data digitally. V's just gonna leave out into the radar and be like, okay, radar, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, but there's a fairly decent chance that the Starfinder's gonna take me away. Say, I need you to do me a couple of favours. 
best of all, I need to go to the like seven ninja room if you get out and delete all the porn on the main computer. <laughs> just, just all of it. Just, just delete all of it. Don't look at it. Just delete all of it. Delete my browser history. Uh, <laughs> second of all, can you call Crunch for me telling him I'm not going to be home? Well, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I plan. I plan for you to be able to do all of that yourself. And third of all, but, I need you to fly like out to space and drop a thermonuclear warhead on this building. I mean, <laughs> strong temptation to do that anyway, but not with you in it. Yeah, I mean, the most important thing is the pawn, but the other two, like, if you can, if you get out, just both of them for me, well, thanks. I will be honest with you, I'm entirely out of ideas. The only thing I've got left is just good old-fashioned violence. Luminate, will yeah. you guys stop planning murder in front of me? Says the cop who's leading you in. No. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, you guys sort of led up to the um, bright orange plastic front desk. In my head, it looks like a 1990s Burger King. That's actually not a bad comparison. Yeah, that's what I have. Wasn't being facetious. Yeah. yeah. Is that particular like plastic chairs and? Durable aesthetic. Yeah, just the, the repeating patterns everywhere as well that gives you your eyes a hernia. And yeah, there's like a big chunky plastic computer that a guy's tapping away on. And he sort of leans over, just like, uh, all right, what are these guys in for? And the cop next to him says, um, okay. And he sort of like brings up a little clipboard, says, we've got uh, public acts of violence, Grand Theft Auto, criminal damage of property, possession of illegal firearms, and. Oh. Possible connection to the explosion of the atmosphere station earlier. So, treason and conspiracy to commit arson. Oh, come on! How'd they pin that on us? And the, the dude at the desk is like, Well, you, you guys have been busy, haven't you? Yeah. Absolute bollocks. Didn't do any of that stuff. Impossibly Especially busy. The terrorism stuff. Yeah. Well, we'll decide that in your interview later. Um, you guys are now going to be taken to separate cells. Um, you'll be contacted by a defense attorney uh, while you're in there. And then you'll be interviewed. Say nothing. As the dragged away ride, uh, V is like, all the porn radar. <laughs> As v radar's being dragged away in a separate direction, he will just give a thumbs up. For fuck's sake, V. That's <laughs> the last thing you hear. As is dragged away. The party is split up. You're all taken into separate cells. Each one is just this completely bland white box with a toilet in one end and a sort of bench in the middle. There are no windows, just a big round light in the centre of the room. The cop likes, says to both of you, right, if there's anything you want, just knock on the door and someone will be with you shortly. And yeah, sort of locks it behind you. As soon as the door is shut, he's going to knock on the door. Okay. <laughs> the sort of the latch, um, as I was like, yep. Anything I want? Mm-hmm. I want to be let out of here. The latch shuts. <laughs> Worth it. V <laughs> knocks on their door. <laughs> Latch opens. Yep. So, do I get a lawyer out of this, or...? You will be contacted by a defence attorney shortly. Just hang in there, we've got quite a lot of... We've had quite a busy day today, it's not just you guys. Can you send your least, like, stupid lawyer? Well, that shuts. Boo. <laughs> yeah. As a, as a, as a follow-up question, what did Nazim do with Flyby? Well, Nazim has taken Flyby to a um, the, the same place that they've confiscated all of your communication and, and weaponry at this point. 
um, they know that um, your drone has been disconnected. It's still your personal property, so it will be treated with respect and may be handed back to you if you don't spend the rest of your days in GBJ. Raider has resigned himself to GBJ. Oh. <laughs> yeah, V at this point is like, oh god, my life has led me to this point. Yeah, that's game over. There's nothing we can do. Womp womp. My only regret is doing all those murders. <laughs> <laughs> and downloading all of that porn on a an unsecured hard drive. <laughs> yeah, that too. And V's just gonna like, uh, just like wedge their hands into their pockets, pull out their last pack of cigarettes, and just, like do a little fire breath thing to light up one. Like, mm, I fucked up. I done gaffed. See a space cowboy. <laughs> so yeah, the the whole Cosmopunk crew is kind of um, stewing in their misdeeds in a police cell, and then. An earth-shattering explosion! No, there are no more explosions. Not everything has to be explosions. Not everything has to be World War II. Boo. At this point, I'm just going to run this slide at the same time. You're both contacted telepathically. You hear a voice in your head, and it's like, uh, Greetings. Yeah. Ah! Um, is this a good time to talk? I mean... Who are you? Oh, yes, my apologies. Uh, my name is Tower Ishtar. I will be acting as your defense lawyer. Right. Cool. Yeah. Why psychically? Oh yes, uh, my physical body resides within the halls of reason, as does my law firm here on Akaton. Uh, I am a contemplative. We conduct all of our intent statements telepathically, planet-wide. It just speeds the processing up a bit. Scary. Cool. Yeah. This hurts. Yes, I'm sorry. Some people don't find it very pleasing. They prefer a face-to-face -face interview. Yes, yeah, right. Everyone and their mum's been in my head today. Well, I can assure you, I'm not here to steal your thoughts or anything nefarious. I'm here to act as a legal guardian for those in custody, and make sure that any investigation conducted is done so within the boundaries of the law, both interplanetary, Starfinder, and for the city of Arl. You know we were arrested outside of the city. I do now. Outside of the city bounds? Outside mm -hmm. of the city limits? Yep. Would you say that you committed any heinous acts within the city boundaries while you were there? Hmm... Yeah. Can I hear radar while we're doing this, or is it one to one? Actually, you know what? Fuck it. I'll I'll allow you two to like um, talk through this person because they are quite a powerful psychic, and they are your defense attorney. Yeah. And I'm guessing Ryder can hear this person as well. We're all, so it's so all like we're in the same room. All three of us, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But physically, you're in different rooms. If we do any heinous acts within the city limits, V. <laughs> uh, first of all, shut your fucking face. And second of all, no. I'm gathering from the tone of that answer that you're not being entirely truthful. Need I remind you that I am your defence attorney? Do we at least have attorney-client privilege? Yes. yes, I am a completely neutral party in this arrangement. You have absolute confidentiality. Cool. And do you get paid per, like, case you win, or...? Oh, I don't get paid. Oh, wow. Where? That underfunded, huh? That's... Awful for you. Yeah. No, no, I'm just, I'm beyond the need for financial or material gain. Oh, well, oh. I'm not, say. How altruistic. I wouldn't call it altruism, just a different set of beliefs and values, I suppose. But anyway, we're not here to discuss my beliefs, we're here to uphold your rights within the eyes of the law. Is it going to be easier if you just go into our memories and just see our intentions and the actions that happened? Well, that would be very convenient for me. Uh, the law here is often judged by intent. However, some people find that method incredibly intrusive. I literally had a space demon living in my head for 
a long time. How fascinating. Is it still in there? Is it gone? Yes, it's gone. I hope. V, is it gone? Ryder? No, I mean, I, I hit it with a spaceship, so I'm pretty sure it's gone one year. I, I stepped on it. I, I I think it's gone. Okay, yeah, then, yeah, just just go in. Just don't... Just don't try and take over my body, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Or, if you take over his body, break him out of his cell, and then break me out of my cell and Ryder, and then we can all get back on our spaceship and back off this planet. <laughs> well, I won't be doing that, for obvious reasons. What if you really tried? But I will gauge your intent, if you'll allow me. <laughs> yeah, go on, gauge... Go on then, gauge our intentions. Radar's not resisting it, so it just happens. Okay. Yeah, V's not resisting either, because, I mean, like I said, everyone and their mums wouldn't be his brain at yeah. this point. This so. is a situation yeah. you're used to, V. You just, like, you let them take a ticket. And... <laughs> I, like, I like to imagine this person goes into V's brain and there's like a turnstile with a, like, entry by yeah. credits. It's like a theme park at this and point. And little, a little mental V who's like, hello, I hope you enjoy your stay. Five credits, please. Greetings. Oh, mini V. I am the information there's, point. Yeah. There's one of those walls with photographs, like a theme park ride. Yeah. And there's yeah. like this bath, and there's who else has been in V's brain at this point? Logos, Radar, Radar Logos, Logos, Radar, Siphonophore. Siphonophore. There is like at least ten to twenty brain cells that are dedicated to like a little photo wall of people of V's brain. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, you feel this. Uh, uh, this contemplative slide into your DMs and start sort of going through your most recent memories. They don't intrude into um, anything that happened before the events that you're accused of. I'll think that. As per instruction. And they, you sort of hear them saying, Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Oh, I see. Gang violence. Motor theft. Property damage. Hmm. Ah, so these are your firearms. They were brought here for personal defense and not for resale. I mean, this is the main bugbear that's causing a lot of problems at the moment. This is a law that was enforced recently by the King of Arl, um, in order to cozy up to the Starfinder Society. Why does okay. anyone even like the Starfinder Society? Uh, they do a lot of good within the Pantworld Alliance. This is a dying planet. We need all the help we can get to restore it. Why does everyone even like the Pitworld Alliance? Well, there's strength and safety in numbers. Yeah, why couldn't they just defect and join the VISC instead? V. What? I would guess that not everyone wants to be under the thumb of the VESC Empire either. Mm. Not everyone wishes to be a conqueror. I certainly don't. Well, I mean, you're missing out. Conquering's pretty great. Regardless of that, these are indeed your firearms. You weren't intending to sell them on. You weren't intending them to be used in gang violence. This can indeed carry some favour for you. V and Radar, you were hired by Miss Maxim to protect a family member, a mother. You were attacked, and you responded in self-defense initially. Oh, but then you went on the offensive, and... Oh. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I think he's got to the car bomb, Pat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you killed the people who deserved it. You can kind of, like, yeah. see the memories flicking back before you as they happen. In our defense... They deserved it? Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, they deserved it. <laughs> In yeah, our defense, we, I got nothing. We only yeah, killed we, the bad we, people. We, we, we fucked up here. Yeah. I see. Uh, do you have any explanation for the vehicle laden with explosives parked outside the atmosphere station? That wasn't right, supposed like, to... Well, I sure as fuck don't. Not really, but I can lie really well, so... <laughs> well, from what I've seen demonstrated so far, it doesn't appear you can. Yeah. Well, not to you. You're my attorney. Ultimately, the um, car bomb was supposed to be a distraction. It wasn't supposed to destroy the atmospheric plant. 
We knew we were going in under strength. We needed every advantage that we could. A distraction was one of them. It was only supposed to blow up the car. It wasn't supposed to and blow besides, up anything else. It wasn't evil atmospheric processing station anyway, because it was being run by that fucking Crimson Scarab dickhead, whatever his name was. Butcher. Yeah, that one. Interesting. So, you believe that Obscura Cabal has links to the atmospheric processing facilities? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Well, this information would be very pertinent to explain to the interviewer that you are about to be taken for. Uh, Detective Anita Hashiro. Oh, Radar, you appear to have met her before. Wait, is that the little cute Fennec Fox lady? Uh, met her, yes, it is. Oh, I've never met <laughs> her. Who's, who the fuck is this? Radar what? Oh, no, it was only, it was only Radar because V ran yeah. away when the police came to arrest him. <laughs> I mean, look what happens when you don't run away and the police come to arrest you. You get fucking arrested. You get arrested, yes. <laughs> this is what happens when you call the cops. Well, Anyway, is, is my attorney, what's the best course of action here? <clears throat> As your attorney, I would advise you that the best course of action is to tell the interviewer exactly what you told me. Unfortunately, you will be serving prison time for the actions that I have seen within your memories. Uh, this is mainly due to the property damage and arson that you will be serving time for. Arson around. I specifically blame Ryder for this. What? Fuck you, V! Wait, what? No, V. Yeah, come on, the car bomb was your shitty idea, not mine! Mm, you know what? Yeah, Fuck it, no, no, stop, stop. <laughs> the car bomb was my idea, I built the bomb. It really wasn't. I see. Is that something you wish to go on the record, in terms of accountability? It takes the heat off of these two, sure. I see. Yeah, but oh no, if my entire crew goes to jail, then that still doesn't work. Yes, this comes up more frequently than you'd think. Uh, one of the things you could request is a compressed time sentence. It sounds like bollocks. But what about a on. fine? Oh, you will be getting fined as well, I'm afraid, for uh, speeding in a commercial area. Oh, great! Oh, that's that's terrible bollocks. Oh, but yeah, that's just bribe a... some officers, and we can just gay. Yeah. Um, bribing an officer is also considered a crime in the city of Arl. As your attorney, I would advise you not to make things any worse for yourselves. It is a crime. Than you already have. Some crimes get results, though. Does it get us out of this prison? <laughs> You're not in a prison. I am in a prison cell. You are in a holding cell. Oh my god, you pedantic fuck. Oh. No, they are a, a lawyer, to be fair. It's kind yeah. of a joke. Um, <laughs> pedantry is what gets them to get you out of prison. Indeed. And that's yeah, what they're the trying to do here. Worst day at work ever. <laughs> this has gone from the best day at work ever to the worst day at work ever. Very <laughs> fast. At least we had ice cream. Mm. Yeah. At this point, um, you hear the door open in Ryder's cell through Ryder's ears. Yeah, she's led away. She's like, right, I'm being interviewed, guys. Back in a bit. Stay bad. Uh, did I everything? Yeah, you hear like her come Bash out of the, the, the conversation. Bash the fash. <laughs> yes, queen. Radar. We've really fucked up here, haven't we? Oh, I don't think so. I mean... I think we did exactly what we were asked to the best of our ability. Yeah, but we still fucked up. There are some consequences, but... Yeah, I mean, consequences fall firmly under the fucking up. Like, I don't feel so. I don't think we yeah. fucked up. If we'd have fucked up, Riders' mums would be dead. Yeah, I guess, but... If I may interject, it seems, at least to me, like a lot of your actions were done in self-defence. This will carry favour for you in the eyes of the law, and you may be able to get a reduced prison sentence. Will you be testifying in our court case as a character witness? If, if you will allow it, yes. Yes, of course. Very well. 
I would advise you not to lose heart. From what I have seen in your memories, you do have some options. For instance, you seem to have taken down and pacified one of the Obscura Cabal's most notorious money men. Reason and intent aside, this will put you in the good books of the Arlian police force. I mean, if there's Starfinder Society here, why aren't they dealing with this bullshit? The Starfinder Society is dealing with this the best they can, but there are two kinds of law in operation here. There is Arlian law and intergalactic law. Some policies even contradict each other. That's where people like me come in. I mean, I'm just saying, we've got more results in terms of number of crime lords thrown off a cliff in, what, two days? Then the Starfinder Society got done in... How long have I been here? The point is, V, there are... Uh, well, what some would call loopholes, but what I would call ways to shorten the amount of time you need to spend in prison. Loopholes is easier to say. But loopholes it's... is just easier to say. Yes, I agree with you. I'm well up for not going to prison, so... Unfortunately, there will be some prison time involved, but as I mentioned earlier, compressed time is an option. What is compressed time? Well, a compressed time prison exists within a small stasis field. What feels like two years can pass by in two months. They are somewhat controversial, but... It sounds unethical as fuck. It is, but the conventional prisons here are very overcrowded, so that's why I thought I would include it as an option. Time is all we've got. Follow-up question. Say, hypothetically, one of the people that was going to prison maybe had beef with the Starfinders previously, and the Starfinders maybe might be looking out for them. Mm -hmm. What would the exposure to that hypothetical person you are currently going to be interviewed for the crimes that have been committed in the present. If you have any previous crimes that you have not yet served time for, that time will be added onto the end of your current sentence. Can I request the death penalty? <laughs> <laughs> That's something that um, isn't asked for, usually. Very unconventional. Most people are quite afraid of death. I'm, I'm taking. I'm taking the piss. Oh, I see, I see. It's quite difficult to tell over the telepathic link, you see. I, I can't really see expressions. Um, oh, okay. At this point, both of you guys, both of your um, cell doors open up and there's an officer waiting for you. Nope, gotta go. Fuzz is here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, very well. Uh, best of luck. If you need me, I will be available for communication within the interview room. Right Okay. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Born first, then crunch. <laughs> That's the last thing you get from me. <laughs> so yeah, you guys, um, you're both uh, taken to an interview room, and you both meet up inside. But it's just you two. Ryder is nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Where's Ryder? She is being held accountable for things that she said in the interview room at the moment. She might be with you shortly. I'll go and see what's happening with her if you Fucking want. Ryder! Well, I'm not saying a word until she's here. Right, yeah. one sec. And yeah, he um, puts you in this interview room. There's like glasses of water on a table. It's it again, very '60s plastic, mm. fantastic, horrible brown carpet with um, orange slices on it, sort of thing. And a big um, window with a view of Arl and bulletproof glass. No. <laughs> and yeah, eventually you can sort of like there's there's a window with blinds in it, and you can see various um, cubicles with officers um, working on various things. There's another one distantly, which has like the, the chief's office written on the front of the door, sort of thing. That it fucking does. <laughs> it's very like 
Life on Mars, 1970s uh, police pop. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them are smoking, sort of thing. And Nazim walks in through the, uh, the the doors at the far end of the room, and he's got uh, Ryder, and he sort of like... Right. Uh, Sort of brings her into the room. Ryder doesn't say anything. She just um, sits down in the chair, get, get some water, sort of thing. Ryder, what did you do? Uh, what do you mean, what I had to do? I told the truth. Oh my god! You know what like you were supposed to. We haven't said anything yet. Yeah. Well, they talked to me, and then they said they wanted to talk to all of us. First of all, I love you, but you suck. Second of all, thanks, V. You're the best. You know what? There's no second of all anymore. Fuck you. Fuck you too, buddy. She takes a big swig of water and hands you a cup. And I, for one, am welcoming of our time in prison and think it might do us good. No, Radar doesn't say that. Radar doesn't say that. Everyone dunk piles on Radar. <laughs> just fist start flying, just laying into him. <laughs> Even Nazim's in there with all the forearms yeah. down. <laughs> Rolling it down. Nazim's uh, like leaning in the corner. He's got both of his. Um, he's got all four of his arms like folded across his chest. Rolly like rolls in after him and like bonks against his ankle. Oh, nice drone. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And Rolly. Mm. Oh, hello, Rolly. Rolly beeps at you and gives a little wave of his claw. Ah. <laughs> Out of character, I love him immediately, and I think he's the best character in this room right now. But in character, Radar's like. Mm. Huh. <laughs> And yeah, after a few minutes, a small fennec walks into the room. Uh, Radar, you've seen this person before. This is um, Anita Koshiro, the detective. Ah, hello again. She looks up at you. Wait, you know here? With a very confused expression. She just... Oh, God, she knows you. Yeah, she interviewed me after, you know, the attempt on Ryder's mums. Remember that? Oh, no, that's, that's right. You were hiding. I mean, yeah. Do you know where I wasn't in fucking prison? Like we are now. I wasn't in prison at the time either, V. Well, I don't know, because I wasn't there on account of I didn't want to go to prison. <laughs> at this point, Anita, like, leans against the wall with Nazim, and she, like, lights up a cigarette. She looks like she hadn't slept in many, many hours. Um, oh, my God, fucking mead. You got any of them cigarettes spare? You don't even smoke. Well, I think I'm about to start. I've got a few questions I'd like to ask you first. I've had a very busy day, and... It would appear that an underground cold war that was happening between Obscura Cabal and Sandstorm 9 just went hot, and you three were found standing over the shattered corpse of one of the Cabal's biggest money men. Butcher's dead. Yes. Yes, so I mean, I've we been didn't told. even kill him, say. So. Yeah. I mean, he's dead, but you're welcome, but also we didn't kill him. Very dead. He was found in multiple pieces, splattered all over the back of a vehicle. Yep, that's what happens when you take a short walk off a tall cliff. Quite why your little colleague here needed to steal one of our cars and use it to fire a volley of autocannon rounds into the cab after the fact remains to be seen, though. Okay, she's excitable, I get that. But... Yeah, and she needed to make sure he was dead. <laughs> Ryder kicks you both under the table. <laughs> <laughs> that must be like a, a splits kind of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ow. Hey, my shin. <sighs> I need to get as much information as possible about Rodriguez, the Cabal, anything you can give me as quick as possible, okay? I've been trying to put a case together on these guys for fucking months, and they keep slipping through the net. Which one was Rodriguez? Oh, uh, uh, what did he call himself? A butcher? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, 
You can start by putting at the top of the file that he's dead. Yeah. I mean, yes, good. Well done. Second of all, best get the job done, consider joining the Viscarium. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you talking about? Nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I mean, this guy was... Like, I mean, you know, he was a piece of work. He tried to kill us, he tried to kill our friend, he tried to kill our friend's mums, of all people. Uh, we Why? chased him out of the city because he's a dickhead. Yes, I know, people are dickheads, but why was he trying to kill... Um... To get back at Ryder, because apparently Ryder pissed him off in some past life, and this was his, like, intricate revenge plot of some sort. I see. Um, Ryder, would you like to um, expand on this slightly? Well, yeah, I mean, I rather like looks at the both of you two and, and she's sort of... Um... I just says, go on. <laughs> so, I have previous relations with Obscura Cabal. I used to work for them when they were a small piss-pot organisation stealing like bikes and cars and stuff. You guys used to be all over my tail back in those days. But I stopped doing that. I left. I went to Academy on Verses. Went to Mist, And I thought that was the end of it. I thought I'd never have to see him again. And then, one day, they contacted me again and demanded I started doing jobs for them. And they said that if I didn't do those jobs, they were going to come after my parents. I didn't know what else to do, so I did the job under pretense of, yeah, I was going to do it subserviently. But in the background, I hired these two to look after my family and make sure the gang didn't try and collect them as collateral when I put the rest of my plan into action. Yeah. Which was I mean, going after the the big three at the top of the gang chain. And, yeah, I killed all of them. All three of them. And I'd do it again. And feed them their balls. You sell, She self-defensed all of them. <laughs> and she'd do it again several times. And feed them their balls. And not... not. I want that bit stricken for the record. Wait, so that, wait hang on, hang on. There, there were three? Yeah, there were three. There was, um... Oh! In was that what's her name we found in the armoured car? What? No, no, I, I didn't kill Gomez. Which one was... What happened to her, then? I, I, I don't know. And, yeah, you see, um... Ashiro, she's this, um... You don't need to worry about Gomez anymore. Her remains were found in a collapsed building in the Golden Boulevard earlier today. How long has she been dead for? Uh, we haven't got the forensic report back yet. I mean, for what it's worth, that Jenny wasn't anything to do with this. Sorry. So, Rodriguez, and who were the other two? Fuck, what was his name? I, I need a good um, gang boss name. Mateo. Finch. Mateo. I like yeah. that. And, yeah, there was, there was um, Mateo, and the, the, the last guy um, was this uh, this butcher guy. He was the, the big money man, the... Guy that made every everything happen. Also a complete fucking fascist, I found out. Yeah, but it's okay, he got bashed. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. was a bad end anyway, before he drove yeah. his car off a cliff, say. So, you're welcome, coppers. I killed some scum for you. Yeah, yeah. That's got to count for something, right? <laughs> Shiro is kind of like putting all of this together in her mind, taking a long sip of coffee. So, what happened with the gang war that suddenly erupted into open war? What's that all about? Again, that literally had nothing to do with us. Yeah, all right, all right, V. I think that's okay. <laughs> I suppose because you're off-worlders, you don't know a lot of this already. So, Sandstorm 9 is under operation of the Kasathan Mafia. They've got their tendrils dug in all over the city, and they've been having a secret underground war with Obscura Cabal for years now. 
and only very recently it just went hot, possibly triggered by the death of the big three leaders at the top. The war was happening while Rodriguez was still alive. We passed it. Indeed, but once the leaders had been kicked out of their nest, Sandstorm 9 used that opportunity to strike, and they attacked businesses and facilities that were being controlled and extorted by them. Oh, yeah. V, do you reckon that's why he was trying to employ us? Because he'd been booted out of his house and home. Mm. Now he needed be he needed muscle. Oh, <laughs> God, this guy's a fucking loser. <laughs> I'm going to give you a point, I mean, point for that. No, thank you. <laughs> I mean, at this point, instead of charging us coins, how about you just employ us to like deal with the rest of the gangs? Because we're clearly way better at it than you guys. V, you're not in any position to make deals, I, and you're not also not very good at it. You roll in here looking like you've been dipped in honey and rolled in garbage, and you're trying to negotiate a deal with the police. Eh, I'm not dead, whereas the guy that tried to dip me in honey and roll me in garbage is dead, so I'm calling that a win. <laughs> she looks at the multiple patched-up blood-stained <laughs> holes in you. I like to think there's an awkward silence after that statement, and then yeah. sort of rider rolls in and goes, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if anything comes of this, I will happily take the brunt for this. I asked these two to look out for my parents, and they did it successfully. But crashing a freighter into the city, I wasn't aiming for the city. I was aiming for um, Butcher's penthouse. The thing was damaged and went off course. That's the truth. And I'm going to counter that by saying that no. What do you mean no? That's what happened. We're masters of our own fate. We make our own damn decisions. I am big, dumb and old and ugly enough to make my own. I see. What What are you trying to prove? Ryder, in mm. my time, I have done much worse things and I've lived with it. Sure. Just... But not things that can be proven in court of law. <laughs> no, they, they probably could if you travel back no, 30,000 no, years. Shut up. Right up. What? <laughs> I love that you guys just keep like starting to dig yourself deeper, and another person has to stop you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's kind. That's kind of Via Radar's dynamic. It's just saving yeah. one another from themselves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's basically where we are now. I think. Yeah. Okay. At this point, um, a little pager or something rings on um, uh, Shiro's hip, and she like picks it up and presses it. She's like, yeah. One second, guys. One second. What? He's, he's here now. No, he's not supposed to turn up today. What? Oh, fuck. Um, right, what? Well, stall him, okay? Uh, I don't know. Tell him some lie or something. Just, just keep him busy for a bit, okay? And she hangs up. Okay, guys, I, I, I need information. I need as much information as possible. Is there anything you've forgotten? Anything at all about Obscura Cabal? Anything that I can piece this case together and, and pin everything on, uh, on, on Butcher? There were some poked-out ninja rats that he was using. What? Um, they were they were blind. They liked red cloaks and they liked scythes and sickles and stuff. And they liked to dance, and do the creepy sort of oh, little childy voice thing. But we those sound like velvet addicts. Yeah, basically, yeah, I think they were pretty much. Oh, I knew there was a connection between the velveteers and him. I knew there was a connection. That oh God, yeah, he was peddling velvet. He must have been manufacturing yeah. it at one of the one of the atmosphere plants. That's why he was in control of it. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, do you reckon that's why it blew up? Because of, you know, yeah. all of that unrefined energy in the sand that you've got out there being perhaps yeah. in a place it shouldn't be, like an atmosphere refinery. No, that was because of the car bomb. Luckily for you, all of that plant safety facilities were external and no one was killed, but we'll get to that in a moment. Oh, the car bomb. Yes, the car bomb that you that you people are on CCTV putting in, into the, the oh, parking lot. Oh, that wasn't even our car. 
<laughs> no, that doesn't matter. You still turned it into a bomb. <laughs> what you did? It was a bomb when we bought it. We what? didn't buy it. We <laughs> borrowed it. <laughs> Stole it. I don't know. Fuck I think me. we borrowed it either. We just kind of took it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at this point, you can see what's her name, Hashiro, like, looking out from, like, through the blind sort of thing, and she can see, like, movement happening. There's uh, somebody talking to somebody else out there. Trouble from up above. And, yeah, at that point, you see, you, you hear this guy yelling through the uh, through the window. You can just hear this guy just yelling, Hashiro! And you see this little phoenix ears just go down when she hears this this shrill yell and just says, um, Nazim, you got this? And yeah, she uh, Nazim nods and he sort of like unfolds his shoulders, opens doors yeah. for her, lets her out. As your prisoner, I advise you kick him in the nuts. Bite the power. What? Bash the fash. She does, she doesn't say anything <laughs> to this. She she doesn't give you the little fist bump in the air sort of thing. And yeah, if if you want to like look through the blinds to see what's going on out there, you can. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Office, office drama. This is something I, in and out of character, live for. Mm. Uh, I roll for perception, and it's a big number. Oh, okay. are we doing perception? <laughs> well, three sets of four sets of eyes appear in the the blinds, like peering through them, sort of thing. <laughs> Fucking Nazim getting involved as well. Oh yeah, he, he wants to see what the fuck's going on out there as well. Um, yeah. And yeah, you see this uh, this little Fennec character um, talking to. You can see another Shobad out there, big moustache this time, typical, like, police chief sort of thing. Is he wearing a tie and a, sh a suit? Is yeah, sweat stains under his armpit sort of thing. And, oh, God, no. Um, and, yeah, he sort of, like, points into an office, and Hashiro goes in there, and you can see, like, through the blinds in the other room, that um, he is just giving her the biggest verbal dressing down, probably, of her entire career. Uh, so, Radar would like to pick up one of the glasses of water. I see. Tip out the water. Uh huh. It, into another glass. Put the glass up against the wall and use his superior molten hearing and his perception of plus nineteen to see if he can hear what they're saying. Sure. I mean, it's hopping. It's happening on like the other side of the office. There's like a load of um, cubicles between you and here, so this will be quite a high DC. But you, they, they don't call you radar for no reason. So yeah, can sure. Can we use their Correct. flat out perception of plus thirty four? Well, I rolled eighteen, and with a perception of plus sixteen, so that's eighteen, twenty eight, thirty four. 34, okay. So yeah, you both guys have got quite high perception rolls, and yeah, this is on the other side of an office, and there are people like, muttering over the top of this to each other. They're sort of like, they've stopped what they're doing on their computers to look at this this sort of drama unfold, and you can just about hear what's going on. And yeah, you can hear this guy sort of yelling, He's downstairs right now, asking me why my detective is collecting evidence outside of jurisdiction. What are you saying? What I'm saying is that your investigation is over, Hachero. I oh, never want to see these files on my desk again. I think she's going to bite him. That. Don't tell me what I can't do in my own office, Hachero. You know the playbook. We keep our noses out of their business and they stay out of our way. End of story. Simple as. But I'm so close. I've got oh, I think there's some trouble with the Starfinder Society. You don't yeah. have shit, Hachero. Yeah. And even if you did, we wouldn't have a goddamn jurisdictional manpower to deal with any of it. So unless you have a triple, reinforced, airtight box full of evidence of witnesses that you want to present to the chief inspector yourself, your investigation is suspended. You are a police detective in my city, you follow my rules. Now you get the hell back into that interview room and you release those people without charge, or I will bust you down Ooh, the traffic and so fast it'll make your head spin. Do you understand? Ooh, Nazim, did you hear that? <laughs> hear what? Oh my god, Nazim. Alright, this is going to be a surprise. Yeah. What are you? What are you talking about? 
Uh, the radar has a really sort of big fixed, like half open grid. Ryder, did you hear that? Did Ryder hear that? Something about following the rules? I should fucking hope so. They're coppers. It's about, uh, you know, let, going back in there and letting us go. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, wait. Hang on, that doesn't make any fucking sense. What? Well, let's yeah. wait and find One out. One is best day at work ever, maybe? How this, can this, this go is... best day, worst day, best day? Yeah, this has been uh, a roller coaster. There's no yeah, such thing as binary. Been in the vehicle day. At this point, you see Ashiro stepping out of this office. Everyone immediately goes back to their desk and starts tapping <laughs> away. Like they're pretending not to notice. Um, Radar puts the glass back down and sits at the table. She's got a big, um, flushed red blush across her face. Both of her ears are sort of like pinned down. And she sort of steps back into the office and looks at all of you. She says, I'm sorry. I'm afraid I can't help you any further. Someone's going to be here very shortly to speak with you, but I will not be conducting the interview any further. What? Why? And she walks over to the, uh, the window and she sort of looks out of it. And then... You hear footsteps behind you. Now, I need some help with this, because I came up with a name and I don't like it, so... V, can I get a name for a Kasatha? Radar, can I get yep. a last name for a police inspector? I've typed it to you. Uh, for a Kasatha, it'd probably be something like Rosart. So yeah, if you sort of like look behind you, you'll see a... Kasathan Inspector, and he looks immaculately dressed. He's got this sort of silk navy blue face mask of a high-class Kasathan, and he's wearing a, a black police uniform, shoes polished to an almost mirror shine, loads of medals and badges on his chest. And he looks like the sort of person you'd expect to see on the front page of a newspaper shaking hands with the mayor. He's, he's like a sort of police hero sort of person. In the head, V's thinking, oh, where? This guy looks like a Turbo Bellin, but he looks like our kind of Turbo Bellin, so. Yeah. <laughs> Radar's gonna nudge Ryder and just sort of look at him, look at her, and be like, Federal? Um, Ryder's like shaking her head. She's like, I, I don't, I don't know. And yeah, this guy sort of steps into the, um, the interview room. Uh, Nazim looks away from him, and Hashiro looks away from him as well. You're not sure if it's out of respect or some kind of intimidation. Radar immediately glares into his eyes. Um, he looks back at you. Um, you can tell he's smiling um, with his eyes. So it says, um, Hernandez, why are these people in cuffs? And Hernandez sort of like looks up and is just like, It's um, standard procedure, sir. Oh, they're in the safety of police custody now. Surely they don't need handcuffs. Take them off at once. And Nazim obeys. He walks over and he lets you out of your cuffs, and... Nazim! Nazim! Who the fuck is this guy? Um, Inspector Hargus. I'm a police chief inspector with our police department. I uh, wanted to show up and thank you in person for uh, eliminating a scourge on our great city. I'm sure a lot of mothers will sleep much safer at night without some um, obscure cabal polluting our city. I mean, Very carefully selected words, Chief this, Inspector, this but thank you. Based, I guess, but... <laughs> based. Also, <laughs> I still don't know what that means. This feels like a... Tr <laughs> <laughs> v? 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 
What? V. Radar's going to put his fr freshly uh, unlocked arms around V's shoulder. Just be like, just shut up a minute. Well, yeah, both of you, um, <laughs> actually all three of you, you uh, uncuffed now, Ryder included. Yeah. Radar, you get, you feel your cortex sort of like come back on, burst into life. Ooh. You've now got all of your engineer abilities back. V. Yeah. Flyby wakes up in a in a little cage with a blanket thrown over it in in an evidence room. <laughs> so the evidence locker uh, with all the guns in the evidence locker. <laughs> well, no, it doesn't have the guns in the same locker, but yeah, you're oh, somewhere right, dark yeah. <laughs> and uh, sterile. Yes, you've done a, a very brave and and very noble thing, and I think we deserve to uh, take the the law into context and uh, allow you to. Uh, well, allow two of you to go free. Wait. Why only two? Well, unfortunately, there's only so much um, I can do, and I'm afraid Miss Maxim here has uh, previous. Oh my god, Ryder. Oh, god damn it! Stop fucking this up for us. Ryder's just, she's like, got a fucking head in her hands, shaking her head, just like. <sighs> I mean, what are we looking at here? Yeah, well, like, what. But what, what is Ryder we... looking at here? Is she going to get a fine? I'm afraid it's prison time for um, Miss Maxim. Right, oh, fuck's sake. What did she even do? What did she do? She was a very naughty girl in her younger years. She stole vehicles. She stole public property. Oh, that's isn't not that bad. A, yeah, I mean, isn't that a statute of limitations on those things? Um, unfortunately, the, that does not apply to um, the acts that uh, Miss Maxim here has done. What about restitution instead? I mean, she did take out a crime boss. Yes, I hear that uh, your group has been involved with the elimination of several big names within the underground world. Several gangsters, in fact. The gang leader known as Holmst, the entire Green Gang, the Dralik Mafia on Outpost Zed, and now the entire upper ranks of the Obscura Cabal. Very well done. You people are obviously very good at what you do. I mean, they all started it. <laughs> we only kill bad people. So, yeah. Yes, and... As such, you should be recognised as the heroes that you are within our great city. I mean... Fantastic. But we couldn't have done it without Ryder. What will it take for Ryder to not go to prison? Hmm. You can see this guy sort of, like, thinking poignantly for a moment. Like, well, I'm afraid I can't allow Ryder to be pardoned um, due to her previous criminal record. However, I am willing to let all of you go free, but for a favour. Oh, it's that word. Oh, you bastard, Cypher. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I mean... You, you have learnt well, young Padawan. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, fuck you. Second of all, go on. <laughs> well, should the department require any further services of your, um, your crew in the future, we will be contacting you and require you to fulfil them as per this uh, negotiation. You know we only do one thing and one thing well, right? Indeed. You have a very specific set of skills, but those skills are useful and specialised. Okay, so you get a free job from us, and in return, we don't give you a rider. Certainly. That's how that works. Seems fair. I mean, all things considered, it's not the worst outcome that could come out of this. Ryder's just like looking up at you two, and she's like looking incredibly anxiously up at you. She's not saying Ryder, anything. Stop having a conscience. Yeah. Stop it. Ryder, I, can see you, I can see you having a conscience. Stop it. Yeah. 
Stop it. Conscience Stop. later. Stop it. I'll get the squirty gun. <laughs> no, not the, no, don't get the squirty gun. Guys, you don't have to do this. I mean, we do. Right, it's, this, is, this isn't even a punishment or a hindrance for us. It means we get to kill more bad people. You, you don't know what you're doing, guys. Don't do this. Well, I'm afraid it's already done. Oh, so it's it's settled then. You agree? Well, hang on you. <laughs> hang on you. <laughs> yeah. Says Rosart Hargett. Yeah. <laughs> what a name. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> Rosart Hargett. <laughs> Inspector Rosart Hargett. Hargett, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Or Hargett? Hargett. No, you're right. I mispronounced the name I came up with. Chief uh, Inspector Rosart Hargett. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Look. Right, at the end of the day, it's either that or you go to prison and we need you. Yeah, you're too pretty for prison. I need you. V needs you. The ship needs you. You can see her grinding her teeth, but she's not saying anything. Stop that. At the, end, at the end of the day, who is going to attach stickers to Butlerbot that then I have to peel them off of him? Yeah. Every night, you he, know. Who's going to buy Pocky for me to steal? Right. Who am I going to sit and watch weird, obscure anime with that they're going to have to explain everything to me? Twice. He was going to spend hours meticulously combing their resin garden for me to send yep. fly guy into Jeff Bass. While you guys are talking, Ryder is looking over to this um, Kasarthan who is just like looking back at her and, and smiling with his eyes. You can't see him smiling because he's got his face behind a mask, but his eyes are smiling. And finally, who is going to come with us to get ice cream and meet their mums in a second? And then Ryder, like, finally looks back to you, and her eyes light up a little bit, like, yeah, that's what's really important, sort of thing. Radar yeah. smiles. What's also important is V not going to prison. Uh, yes, V, of course, it's all about you not going to prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, what I mean is, everyone wins in this scenario. Yes. Inspector Hargett looks at you, V. His um, expression hasn't changed at all, and he's like... Yes, V. Coronine, I can understand entirely why someone of your caliber would not want to go to prison. But all you have to do to avoid that life is just one little favor. Buddy, stop. All right, you don't have to do this. I know what a favor can be. What do you mean by that? You send us in against something that you think you can't face that needs to be done quietly off to one side, and we get thrown under a bus as a result. <laughs> Very carefully selected words, Radar. But I can assure you that the favour I will ask will be nothing quite so blunt. Anyway, either way, we'll do it. Yeah. Splendid. I'm glad to hear it. I'll be contacting you at some point in the future. Until then, you're free to go. Enjoy what's left of the day. And yeah, he sort of like turns on his heel and um, walks out. But before he goes, he says um, to V, It would appear you have dodged yet another bullet, Coronine. I wish you the best of luck when you do decide to climb the ladder. And he walks out. <laughs> he just grins. <laughs> Radar is going to pivot and give Ryder a hug. Yeah, V's going to go for a hug as well. Yeah, V, get in here. <laughs> Ryder, yeah, she seems quite, like, taken aback at first, but then she hugs you guys very tightly. Tighter. And then the adrenaline finally wears off and she bursts into tears. Yeah, there it is. That's there what Radar is. was ready for. <laughs> oh, it's okay, girl. It Let it out. It's, been, a, it's oh. been an emotional day. Yeah. But the important thing is nobody's going to prison. 
Nazim and uh, Hashira, who were still in this room, are just like watching this guy walk out of the office like a spectre just walks straight into the um, the room. Yeah. And they seem much more relieved now that he's gone. Yeah. So radar, what the the, the three pivot hug? Uh, radar's going to try and pivot it so that he can clock both um, the Shobad and I, I keep forgetting the names. I'm sorry. There's Nazim um, and Hashiro. Nazim yeah. and, and Hashiro and be like, well, uh, my schedule's uh, just freed itself up. Um, ice cream. I mean, I'm I'm really up for it right here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm diabetic, and I think Inspector uh, Hernandez here is on a diet. And uh, yeah, Nazim like pats his belly. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. you two will be given back your um, equipment, and yes, you're free to go. Before we go, you wanted as much information on Obscure Cabal as possible. I cannot take any further questions or information on that topic at the moment. I'm sorry, you had your chance. What about if it was from an anonymous tip from a goodwilled member of public? Her ears kind of pick up a little at this, and um, she says, uh, yes, but later. Okay, you don't understand. We can't do this now. If he makes the call me symbol with a finger. <laughs> we'll be going for coffee at a very specific address that you may or may not be aware of um, after this. So, when you get off. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. All right. And yeah, she like um, she, she puts her hands together and sort of like bows, sort of thing. And yeah, Nazim sort of like looks out the window and says, um, You might want to go around the back. There's a load of press out the front. Yeah, let's go out the back. <laughs> Oh, Nazim. <laughs> Knight in shining armor. Uh, yeah, uh, thanks, Nazim, uh, for everything, I guess. Nice meeting you and all that. You too. Although, stay in the plane next time. And he sort of, like, winks to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's let's I'll go somewhere. quietly out the back. Ryder, are you okay? Do you want me to carry you? Ryder's, like, um, sniffing and wiping the tears out of her eyes. And come, of... come on, up up we go. Come. I can walk, I'm fine. Get the no, fuck no, off no, me! Come, just sit there and let's <laughs> let's go. With radar just carrying her out. She clocks you in the cheek. Yeah. Right, come on. Out the oh, back. Ugh, all right, all right. Well, let's get our stuff first. Oh, yeah. Um, Nazim? Oh, yep, 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 yep. Follow me. And yeah, he leads you right. um, through the offices down to a... <laughs> down to a sort of, like, uh, secure elevator. You go down to the evidence lockers and he... Swipes a key card, sort of thing. Opens up all of the lockers, gets all of your stuff. Um, brings a large box over to UV. Takes the uh, cup off, and flyby is in there. <gasps> Laser bird. <sighs> flyby sipping. <laughs> Fully hearing how to fucking rebuild you again, but. Oh yeah, they did take some damage, didn't Fly they? Um, flyby. I think they got shot a at bit. Yeah. And, and bonked by um, <laughs> the rifle butt. Let's imagine that Flyby just beeps at V and V's just like, oh, I need. Yeah, Nazim is like um, handing you guys kit back to you. He's like, um, I sure hope you guys will know what you're doing. Yeah, me too. Uh, I don't know how it works, um, Nazim, but we do seem to land on our feet. He looks at you and says, um, You can land on your feet and still break both legs. Yeah, yeah, something, something, profound message. Either way, can I have my guns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like hands over your equipment, like, um, hmm, very similar to the ones that I found on, on board your ship and are currently in a holding cell at the uh, board control. Very clever copying them. Thank you. I mean, could... no, no, 
<laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what our fucking legal exposure is at this point. So we are fucking heroes, V. We've been let go, and all previous crimes committed, whether they're aware of them or not, are going unpunished. So yes, I created those copies in about ten minutes. Yeah, you can see in the Zeno sort of like sigh and like rub the side of his face, just like you have no idea what's going to um, happen to you guys now, do you? Well, we're leaving I mean, the planet. You will, but hopefully you don't have to come back anytime soon. And Ryder's like, um, looking up at him, just like, what What were you talking about? It's like, um, let's just say Obscura Cabal are not the meanest bastards in this desert. Oh, Nazim. Currently, we're the meanest bastards in this desert. Let's hope so. And yeah, he gives all of your kit back to you and like leads you around the, uh, the back door to the police headquarters. And you can like, you can hear the sort of um, press vans like pulling up outside, trying to get people ready for an interview. And also the um, the two or four Kasathan thugs that you saw being arrested earlier are also being let go. Yeah. And they sort of like um, say something to each other. They seem quite jovial, and they start uh, walking off further into the city. Nice. Hmm. Right, well, uh, first steps, let's walk to the leisure centre and get um, Stanley. Oh, fuck yeah. <sighs> Ryder, why are you sighing? I can, hear, I can hear you moping from here. Yeah. Do you guys know what just happened? I'm fairly certain we made a deal that doesn't involve me going to the Starfinder Society and doesn't involve you going to Big Boy prison. Butt Pound yeah. in prison, say. Why do you keep saying that? Anyway, the... <laughs> we just witnessed massive corruption at the top of Isles Police Force. Yeah. Hands up, who's surprised? Yeah. In our favour. Yeah, in our favour. I'll roll with that. In our favour now. That's state of work, ever. In our favour now, that guy, that fucking police inspector guy, pretty sure he was with the Kasathan Mafia, you know, the Sandstorm 9. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I, did, I didn't, but I'm not surprised. And you just agreed to do a job for him. You know, the same shit I was doing when I first got here with the Cabal. Yeah, only one. Yeah, this, that's the same agreement I made. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah, but the difference I mean, is, Ryder, you were by yourself. Yeah, and the, the other difference is we own a spaceship, and once we've done that job, we can leave. Yeah, and if he fucks with us, he gets removed, and he knows that. Yeah. Either way, guys, they've, they've got their fucking hooks back into us. Ryder, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think the hooks were ever out of us as a broad sense, and, and you in particular, because you're back here. Now, that's not that's not a criticism. I'm not, I'm not criticising you in any way. That's just how it works. But, yes, the hooks are in us. We can tear the hooks out any time we like. Yeah. I mean, I get where you're coming from, but of all the possible in scenarios at this point, this is the least worst scenario, say. Yeah. In that I'm walking free from this police precinct with my drone in my spaceship keys and all my weapons, so. And mission achieved. Your mums are perfectly fine. And your fine. mum's safe, and we wiped out an entire gang, so, I mean... Bonus. I guess I need to concentrate on the present more. You're right. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it, as they say. No, we'll burn that bridge when we come to it. <laughs> that's a much that's a much better saying. I should use that more often. That's V's saying. <laughs> it's it's not. It's from several like, movies from no, a long uh, time ago. <laughs> v, V's full saying is uh, the bridges you burn light your way. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rado's gonna 
do his own version then. I'm just going to steal from a movie. So, yeah, it's it's like early evening now. The sun's setting. Prayer call's starting to go off in the city. Uh, the, the entire place is starting to wind down. Can I get intelligence rolls from everyone, please? You can try. <laughs> that, that's a three. No, okay. Total of 17. 17, okay, that's enough. Um... Uh, yeah, V. On for the team radar. V is like just happy to be <laughs> off the hook because they had a particularly lot to lose from the Starfinder Society, and that big logo overhead is looking a lot less big and threatening now. But radar, you remember that uh, Ryder's mum's play starts in fifteen minutes. Holy shit! Your mum's play starts in fifteen minutes. I told her we'd be there. Shit, big. Let's run. We got to get started. What? She's doing a play? Yeah, she's doing oh, a play. Yeah, she's, yeah, been, she's been running lines and everything. Oh yeah. fuck! Um, you practice. She practices, but that's. Oh my god! That, you're gonna be at her play. That's gonna be even better. What? We have to get to Stanley. Well, where is it? Where, where's the, where's it happening? At the bar, yeah. Scott, or something? Kicks Ryder up. <laughs> oh, sh okay. Yeah, I know where that is. Let, let, come on, let's get there quick. And she says in V's arms as she's being carried. <laughs> yeah. What's funny is that V carrying Ryder is slower than Ryder running, but yeah, but V is um, promoting urgency. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's a little bit senseless right now, and I'm thinking a little bit giddy as well. So yeah, yeah. you guys are running through the city back towards the um, community center. I'm just going to say yeah. you, you get there fine. Hop in Stanley, um, V blasts off towards Bar Ascot. You know where it is. You've got the, uh, the GPS now. The whole team is back together, and yeah, you find Bar Ascot, and it's a again another one of these cute little buildings in between two giant skyscraper apartment blocks. Um, yeah, there's a, a queue outside. The bar's filling up. Um, tickets are five credits a seat, and yeah, what do you do? Uh, pie five credits for a seat. I'm broke. <laughs> I'm not broke for once. So. Oh, guys, have, have you got my data pad? Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, here you go. Oh, thanks. Yeah, V, what was with all the eggplants? Oh. Uh, what, what What is this meant to I, represent? Why are you sending me vegetables? I hope V has the courtesy to blush at this point. V can't blush. We've been over this. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. V is physically incapable of blushing on account of being a Basque. But... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, the shifty eyes. <laughs> but yeah, eventually then, you sort of like get to the front. Um, I can actually afford tickets for all of us. Oh, okay. But yeah, that, yeah. that's uh, 15 creds for room for three mm -hmm. seats. And yeah, you pay your way. There's like a little dude in a booth who takes the money, gives you the tickets. You go into the uh, the bar. It's uh, a play sort of in the round. There's a, a sort of a stage in the middle and some seats either side of it, cabaret style. There's a couple um, Yosaki patrons in there who are sort of ordering drinks. It looks like it's just about to start. They're sort of like closing the main doors. Are you going to order drinks? Or just take, take a seat? Oh, hell yeah, I am. Uh, v? It, yeah. Can I get some rum? You know what? Yes, you can. Okay, two pints. Oh my god. Okay, you can have one one bottle mix. Yeah. Ryder? Thanks, V. Love you. Uh, you, you know what I want. Sunset. Yeah. Acton Sunset. Uh, that bottle of rum, and I will have a black coffee with some whiskey in it, please. Sure thing. Uh, Twenty-five credits, mate. I can actually afford that as well. Holy shit! <laughs> I might even have enough. I might even. I might even have enough to buy a new windscreen for Stanley when we're done with this. That's the plan, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Although I'm down to like, after this, I'll have sixty-five credits left. So. <laughs> 
Okay, so you all, um, you pay up, you get your drinks, you sort of sit down, uh, the, the house lights go down, and yeah, this play starts. It's very basic. There's um, there's not like a musical accompaniment or anything, but um, it's quite sort of prop and costume driven. Uh, it, it's like a pantomime sort of thing. Not even a pantomime. It's uh, Most of the time it's just two people in a room talking, but it's... Uh, the, the sort of the minutiae of a dark, gritty detective story of, um, <laughs> of course it crime is. and murder, uh, betrayal, that sort of thing. This is all too fucking real. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the, the acting is uh, okay from most of the other people. Where is Tabitha's? But how is Ryan? Yeah, how's Tabby do? Yeah, let's have a look. Because yeah. we know she's practiced her lines at least twice. And does she spot us in the crowd? One sec. Let me do. Let me do these. Is she, too profe- is she too professional? Is it like the Scottish play where recognizing people in the audience is bad luck? Okay. Well, the other people in the play are okay. You're pretty sure uh, they mess their lines up once or twice because there's a little bit of repetition going on where she's having to feed them their own lines, but it, it all fits together pretty seamlessly. Tabitha, who has rolled a 19 for her acting skills puts across an amazing performance as the femme fatale who is um, trying to influence power at the top of the um, organisation that's trying to defraud and extort the police. Is it all like 1920 Chicago accents? Yes, it it would be perfect for like a black and white movie sort of thing. I believe I I wrote the name of this play down. What was it? Um, Killer in Crimson was the name of this play. Yes! Yeah, yeah. eventually there happens a scene where a very brutal murder sort of happens in the dark. There's a, a sort of violent scream. Uh, the lights come back up. Tabitha has, uh, her character has killed someone with a stage knife and everyone's sort of like, there's a little sort of gasp and a murmur from the audience. Ryder sort of like looks over to you guys and says, this is very good, isn't it? She like nudges you in the rest. Yeah. I'll be yeah. honest, I thought she'd have used the air rifle. Mm. <laughs> Ryder chuckles a bit. The person next to you is like, shh. And yeah, then she sits down at a piano, which has been sort of like uh, sat there in the scene, not being used, but being sort of like leaned on. Mm. And she does a musical number. Yeah. She never did that at the house. Can I get a culture roll from everyone, please? I mean, you no. But it's bees. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a three. <laughs> Three plus anything? Uh, a plus cu- V has seven for culture? Yeah, Radar got five from somewhere. I don't know how. That's a ten total, which is a okay. lot for a Vesk in Ackerton. Yeah. Sure. Ra- what do you get? Radar got fifteen, which is a lot for a time traveling your Molten Coyote. Wow. Oh okay. my god, how are you more cultured than V? I don't know. By all logic, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Radar's kind of watching this and sort of smiling. Um, you two, this music speaks to you. There is a sense of loss and betrayal in these, in the lyrics and the oh, wow. um, composition of this music that strikes you right in the soul. Oh no, he is emotionally compromised. Sai, can you do me a favour and roll a d- roll a d twenty and add seven, please? Sure. It's a sixteen. Okay, it's radar best. almost cries. Oh, out of his one good eye. Yeah. Yeah, Radar's just sitting there. He's almost crying, his lips trembling. He's just like, I understand. 
<laughs> and yeah, that um, it gets uh, an applause from the uh, the audience when the song's finally over. It's a fucking standard ovation from Raider. A mother's character is, is taken away in cuffs by the police, um, not fulfilling her goal of becoming the the queen crime boss of the of the new empire, and her husband being killed in the crossfire, and the play ends. All of the players come on, they take a bow with a big smile on their face, sort of like um, in a sort of circular formation. But his mum notices all three of you in the audience and she smiles widely and blows a kiss to all of you and sort of like waves um, frantically to Ryder. Ryder waves frantically back, smiling. And yeah, the lights go down. Reese holding the lighter up. <laughs> No, there's lots of flammable things, put it down. No, it's fine, flashpoints and whatnot. <laughs> and yeah, the uh, everyone sort of like goes back off stage, the house lights come up, and people start like murmuring, talking to each other. Some walk out, some uh, buy more drinks, and the, the play area goes back to being a bar again. And yeah, that was Killer in Crimson. It spoke to you, Radar. Um, <laughs> It, it sort of spoke to you, V, but it, it's just Amdram to you. You're not that. So. There was an attempt to be cultured. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Weird that Ra Radar's had a real filling out as a character this campaign. Yeah, yeah he has, hasn't he? Yeah. I mean, it's the loss because yeah. you know he's he literally like before he met the crew, he'd lost everything. Mm. You know, I think that's where it comes from. And yeah, uh, after a while, uh, the players come out. They sort of like they're, they're shaking hands with the. Um, uh, some of the other patrons in the bar talking to the barman and yeah eventually um tabitha comes out and she sees Ryder and you guys hey tabby hello 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 Ryder. come here come here and they both hug each other very very the tightly the most mum reaction yeah <laughs> they both hug each other very tightly they don't let go I'm just like oh my god i'm so happy to see you Ryder. I'm just like, I know, Mum, I know, I know. I'm so glad you're safe. It's just like, um, well, thank you for um, for finding some time to uh, to come to the plate. What did you think, guys? Well, your, your co-actors were a bit, yeah, but you were fucking brilliant. Yeah. Excuse my language. Oh, thank you. No, it's it's all right. And thank that you. Thank song. A-plus so oh. character depiction. Do you have a recording of that song? Oh, yes, yeah, certainly. Um, I can, uh, I can, um, I think there's... Uh, Jerry, Jerry, did, did we record this one? And you can see the barman like do a, a sort of thumbs up, and he uh, goes for a, an old-fashioned tape deck. I think there will be some, wow. some kind of yeah, yeah, because that's the tech level we work on on Cosmopunk. Despite having a spaceship that can fly through time, yeah. indeed. Well, not time, but space. You can fly through time. Well, time and space are the same thing. Anyway, um, so like, um, well, I, I didn't think it was that good. I just, I. I Spent the long time practicing, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. Mm. It was really good. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you're okay. You got to your play. The play was really good. Mm -hmm. Yes, there was some. Um, there was a bit of bother in the in the city earlier. There was some um, some kind of attack happening. A bit of bother. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, oh, don't that, know what that could have been about. Yeah. It's not like we got made a hero by the police commissioner or anything. The police commissioner. Well, I some, mean, he just said Kassarthan, that didn't happen, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some Kasarthan with a lot of medals. Gonna yeah. dig myself, gonna dig myself, gonna dig myself a hole. I mean, I was doing that thing where he's not looking at the person he's talking to and scratching the back of his head. Yeah, um, Tabitha is uh, 
also, like, she, she, she's doing the, the mum thing where she's just nodding, but you can see in her eyes that she has no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, Radar's just gonna. He, he's like, peters out into nothing. So, like, yeah, you know, the police commissioner just made, made us all, like, heroes. It was a... Ryder, like, steps in front of you, he's like, uh, let's, um, let, let's go, let's go on, shall we? Oh, I've got to meet for coffee with some people. Um, coffee? Your... Yes, re remember the, the, the. Yeah? Oh, um, what? Cafe Quill? You you going back to Cafe Quill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, brilliant! I, th I think Mel will still be there. She she's not a fan of um, of Andram, so uh, yeah, we can pick her up and head and um and head back home if you like. She missed out though. This was stellar. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, thank you. I'm very yeah. pleased you enjoy you enjoyed five, my play. Yeah, five stars. Tabitha is blushing. We've um we've got the van outside if you need a ride. She's um, still got like her, her character like makeup and, and costume on and like a little wig. Yeah. Mm. It's adorable. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it is. It is incredibly adorable. Yeah, <laughs> she's basically super fluffy at this point. Yes. <laughs> you sort of like you leave the the bar together. Ryder's just like um. So you, how how is the the house? Is it um, is it like the photos you showed me? And she's like, um, oh yes, um, had a bit of. Uh, Work done recently, didn't we, um, boys? Oh yes, um, yes. Yeah. You you know about I, radar's just. Mm. I I kind of told her everything. Already. Oh okay, right. Yeah, I was gonna say they know about the attempted murder. So. Yeah. I'm I'm just glad this is all over. I just want to put this part of my life behind me and move on. Isn't that right, Ryder? And I was like, yeah, mum. Yeah. Awesome. All's well that ends well? Hopefully. At this point, I just... Is, is the festival still happening? And uh, Tabs like, um, Oh, that, that'll be happening uh, later this evening. Uh, uh, midnight. Festival? Oh, yeah, there's... Um, it, it, it's a bit of a kiddie thing. The Festival of Thousand Lights. Uh, we have a thing here where we... Um, we write all of our troubles and woes on a little red lantern, and we set them free. And the Yosaki goddess, Lao Xiaopo, eats them. But she gets so full on all of the troubles and woes that um, no bad things happen for a little while. It's a, a free day from troubles and strife. So, you give... Your local gods sensory overload, so that they're too fucked up to deal with your bullshit for a couple of days. Oh, they just get very plump on um, on misery. <laughs> You're telling me this is this is a this is a festival about basically a food coma. Essentially, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Is there lots of food around? Oh, of course. It wouldn't be a festival if there weren't lots of food around. <laughs> We're oh staying. God. We're staying. Oh my God. Be, be we are fucking staying. <laughs> Literally, his bigger words. I don't want to be able to move for three days. Right, it's just like, um, well, I mean, I was going to show you to the um, the bowling alley I used to go to when I was a kid, but it's um, it's a vape shop now. Oh. Do you want to go to the vape shop? Not really. No. <laughs> I don't think we need to visit the douche flute warehouse. <laughs> the <Yeah>. douche flute. <laughs> it is a douche flute. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm allowed to say that because I vape, but... <laughs> But yeah, um, you guys, you go to the Cafe Quill, you pick up Mel, she's um, 
happy to see everyone. Happy to see Ryder. They kind of hug, not quite as um, emotionally as she hugged her mum. You all go back to um, 32 Roseborough Avenue. Have a nice evening. And then if you are to look out of the window, you will start seeing these little red lights coming out of the city and just ascending to the heavens from all across all. Is everyone that died? No, that's it's all of the um, the lanterns. It's the woes. Yeah, going uh, up to the food coma. Mm. Okay. Now, I thought it was like some kind of commemorative thing for everyone that got died in the city earlier. Well, there's probably quite a lot of that. The, the people have probably lost um, a few family members and they're using this opportunity to let them go. And yeah, at yeah. this point, um, Ryder's sitting in the living room. She's like, "Oh, Mum, have, have you got a spare lantern? Can I, can I, can I do something?" Oh, oh yes, I, I think we've got one down in the, in the basement. One moment. And she sort of like waddles down to the basement and picks up an old, dusty red lantern that hasn't been used. And Rose's like, "Thanks, Mum. Thank you so much." Guys, do you want to come with me? Yeah, sure. Oh uh, yeah. And yeah, she kind of like hops out into the garden. Um, Inflates the uh, lanterns. Like, can, have, have you guys got a light? Uh, he, just, like, <laughs> he just like sneezes a little puff of like fire. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and yeah, V like lights up this lantern, and on it, Ryder gets out a pen and writes fish guts on it. And this little red lantern starts to glow, and everyone's sort of like holding on to it now, and it's getting lighter and lighter. And then it takes off, and it floats away up into the sky. And it joins in with all of the other thousand little lights that are drifting up in the skies overall. And Ryder watches it go, with both of you guys by her side. And you get the feeling that her soul feels a bit lighter now. And the next few days pass by in a blur. There's lots of festival food and Yosaki hospitality. And eventually, V, you travel out to the hive market again. And you get the parts to repair Stanley's windscreen and fix all the bullet holes. Radar also fixes the runabout and meets up with Detective Ishiro as an anonymous citizen to give them as much information as possible on Obscura Cabal's existing members to ensure they don't resurface again for a very long time. And you have one last day in all, seeing the sights, not as bodyguards this time, as members of a family. And that evening, everyone's sitting in the lounge and Ryder starts to describe all of the adventures she's had with the Lyca 7 crew to her mum. She starts out a bit timidly at first, but now she's got one less thing to be afraid of. And with a bit of encouragement, Radar is able to keep his promise to Tabitha. And Ryder tells her mum everything. And that is where we will end the campaign. Ah. Yay. We didn't go to jail. <laughs> he doesn't have to go to prison. Best at work ever. Dodged a bullet on that one. Hey everyone. Really hope you enjoyed Blood and Sand, and we especially hope you are enjoying Cosmopunk overall. If you want to get a closer look at what we do, drop by our community Discord server. Social links are all in the description below. Join us in two weeks' time for a brand new campaign, this time with RJ at the helm. Till then, you know the drill. Shoot straight and roll high.